Hello, my name is Milana and welcome to Milana's podcast. Very creative, I know, I know. I'm a grade 10 student at Arendelle Secondary School and I'm currently taking an introduction to anthropology, sociology and psychology course. Today, I would like to talk about what contributes to people's happiness and why. Now, happiness is a very subjective topic that varies from person to person. Different things make different people happy, so it's difficult to pinpoint exactly what contributes to this feeling that people chase their whole lives. But among my search for answers, I narrowed it down to three main aspects, genetic health, physical exercise, and healthy relationships. A bit later in this episode, I'm going to touch on a few other things that I also think have a major impact on a person's level of happiness. So let's begin. What is happiness? Simply stated, it's a bunch of chemicals released in your brain that are associated with positive emotions. As I mentioned before, there are lots of things that can make people happy, and they vary from person to person. For example, I absolutely love skiing. Racing down snowy hills makes adrenaline pump through my veins, and I just can't get enough. So for me, I'm super happy when I'm skiing. For someone else, it could be a basket full of puppies. People can also make others happy. Being with friends and family can be a greater source of happiness than any physical object. To begin my research, I created a survey centered around the three aspects of happiness that I chose, and I was able to make a surprising number of connections among the results. Thanks to my peers, friends, and neighbors that so kindly filled out the form, I got over 200 responses. A big thank you to everyone, and I couldn't have gotten as much information as I did without you. Firstly, let's start with genetic health. A part of your happiness is determined by your genetics, such as specific genes passed down from your parents and previous generations, and mood-affecting disorders in your family. According to Forbes, a study on the connection between happiness and genetics that involved more than 190 researchers in 17 countries analyzed genomic data from 30,000 people. They discovered that there were some genetic variants connected to subjective well-being, which psychologists define as a central component of happiness, as well as others connected to depression and neuroticism. Subjective well-being is the thoughts and feelings we have about the quality of our lives. In addition, analyzing the short survey I developed, I found that those with mood-affecting mental illnesses or disorders in their family history are more prone to feelings of sadness and loneliness. The pastimes they enjoy are less social, leaning towards introvertedness, such as reading, watching Netflix, painting, all things that can be done independently. Now, this is interesting, but by no means does that mean that everyone who has a history of mood-affecting mental illnesses or disorders in their family is bound to be an introvert or less happy. Actually, there were many people that answered that they were extremely satisfied with their lifestyle and the lives they're leading, despite this history. This goes to show that essentially some genes are passed down from generation to generation, which could determine your initial level of happiness. However, this doesn't mean that your mood is decided for you. Next, we'll move on to relationships. There are so, so many different kinds of relationships, I couldn't possibly list them all, and the factors in them are many. Relationships can be healthy, supporting, and so to speak, can complete people. While others are unhappy in their relationships, completely dissatisfied with it, or simply doubting whether they found the right match. Generally speaking, being in a healthy, intimate relationship brings many benefits to a person, such as improving physical and mental health, and bringing people a sense of purpose. Psychology Today says that having social support can motivate people to take better care of themselves, improves overall physical health, and mental health as well. For example, women in a good relationship were found to have a lower risk of cardiovascular disease. Your partner may also motivate you to eat healthy and work out so that you stay fit and attractive to them. 
There's a fine line between encouragement and control, though. Toxic and controlling relationships have the opposite effect. They may make mental health worse and develop resistance to change simply because they experience more anger and frustration with the person. This proves that relationships contribute to a person's sense of happiness because they have someone to turn to for help when they need it, while also gaining the responsibility of taking care of someone else, someone they can devote themselves to that brings out the best in them. This also contributes to a person's sense of purpose, giving them another bright spot in their lives. Finally, physical exercise and how often you partake in it is directly linked to your level of happiness, which I think most people already know. The question is, why? This can be proved with pure science. MindBodyGreen.com states that exercise has a big effect on your brain by having the ability to change your mood. When you exercise, your heart rate increases so your body pumps more oxygen to your brain, which helps to manage or even alleviate anxiety and depression. This, among other chemicals released in your brain, lasts for a few hours, so the more often you exercise, not only are you staying fit, but you're also improving your mood and general level of happiness. From my survey, I also found an interesting connection to the fact that those that exercise regularly and have a routine of sorts, or so it seems, are happier with their lives, and those that don't exercise so often aspire to, wanting to change that in their lifestyles to become happier. I have to say congratulations to those people who have a solid workout routine, and for those who are still working on it, just keep at it. You'll reach your goals. To wrap up, based on the research I conducted, I can argue that genetic health, healthy relationships, and physical exercise are major factors that affect a person's happiness, whether it be by motivating them to take better care of themselves, bringing them a sense of purpose, or predetermined genes. Thank you for listening to this episode of Milana's podcast, and I hope you learned something new. Sí, en la Habana, pero baila como cubana.